0: With Deus Ex Mankind Divided right around the corner, we here at Suggestive Gaming thought it would be a good idea to give an overview of the two games chronologically before it, Human Revolution and The Fall. So without further ado, this is what you need to know about Deus Ex Mankind Divided. You never asked for this, but you're getting it. Starting with Deus Ex The Fall, we meet former British SAS agent Ben Saxon and former secret agent Anna Kelso who are hiding in a safe house in Costa Rica in the year 2027. We are told through flashbacks the story of the novel Deus Ex Icarus Effect. Saxton worked for a PMC called Bell Tower Associates Incorporated until a mission called Operation Rainbird went awry and caused Saxton's entire squad, save for himself, to perish. While recovering from injuries sustained during Operation Rainbird, Saxton is approached by Jaron Namir to join the Tyrants, an independent special operations team consisting of Namir, Lawrence Barrett, Yelna Fedorova, Gunther Herrmann, and Scott Hardesty. The first major operation Saxon is involved in requires him to assassinate Mikhail Kantarsky, a major figurehead of the Russian Committee on Human Augmentation. Saxon finds Mikhail speaking to Janus, a mysterious figure on a council, about something called the Killing Floor. Back aboard the Tyrant's jet, Saxon discovers that the killing floor is a program that Namir uses to receive his orders from an unknown higher power, whom he also discovers was behind the Operation Rainbird catastrophe. He confronts Namir, who explains that Operation Rainbird was a test to see if Saxon was capable of joining the Tyrants. Saxon rejects Namir and his methods and blows open the cargo door of the jet and jumps out to escape the Tyrants. Back in present day, Kelso goes into shock from withdrawal from Neuropazine, a drug used to prevent Darrow deficiency syndrome, or the human body's rejection of mechanical augmentations. Saxon uses the last of their supply and is forced to contact Janus to ask for help in finding more for him and Kelso. Janus tells Saxon to travel to Panama City and find Dr. Alvarez Arajo, who is on the run for his activity in the underground drug trade. While well, on his way to find Arajo, Saxon begins to suffer from withdrawals himself, and when he finally finds the doctor, he is given an off-brand neuroposy alternative called Ryzee, manufactured by Zafire Biotech. Saxon, wanting a permanent connection for the real thing, is directed to a limb clinic to meet with surgeon Camilla Cardoso. She agrees to supply Saxon with the drug, so long as he helps her investigate the local rising drug trade. Saxon meets with the leader of the local Skulls gang and discovers that they have been supplied the drug by Bell Tower trucks, implying that someone high up at Zapphire is behind the trafficking. Cardoso then leads Saxon to a pilot who can take him to Sapphire's headquarters in Australia, a Bell Tower operative named Alex Vega. Vega agrees to help Saxon as long as he gets her out of her current assignment, protecting World Health Organization agent Phil Parker. Saxon breaks into Parker's hotel suite to attempt to convince him to pick a new pilot, when Parker admits that Rising is not ready for the market, and he plans to turn Whistleblower and reveal this to the public. However, the Tyrant's jet shows up and blows up the suite's window, and Sam Duarte, one of Saxon's squadmates in Operation Rainbird, is revealed to not only be alive, but augmented and working for the Tyrants. Security forces storm the suite, and Saxon is forced to escape. Ben calls Kelso and tells her to leave the safe house before the Tyrants find her, and returns to Vega for a flight to Australia. She accepts and informs Saxon that he must free her VTOL aircraft from security, and she will then meet him at the hotel's helipad. After doing this, the pair meet, and they depart to pick up Kelso, and then head to Zapphire headquarters in Australia. At the end of the game, we see Damir and Duarte speaking to an unseen figure we later find out to be Bob Page, chastising them for failing to stop Saxon. Duarte takes responsibility for the failure and vows to kill Saxon, as we are told that this story will be continued. Moving on to Human Revolution, our story begins with Bob Page speaking to an anonymous panel of other important figures on the events that are about to transpire. We find our protagonist, Adam Jensen, security consultant for Seraph Industries, preparing for a National Science Board hearing to discuss regulations regarding human augmentation. Jensen's ex-girlfriend, Megan Reed, the head of neuroscientific research on augmentations at Seraph Industries, will be giving a presentation announcing a revolutionary discovery that will allow humans to augment themselves without the risk of rejection, and thus without the need for anti-rejection drugs such as neuropathy. This presentation is not allowed to happen, however, as during a meeting between Jensen and Seraph Industries' CEO, David Serif, the lab is attacked by the tyrants. Jensen fights to save Megan, but is intercepted by Namir, who shoots him in the head, nearly killing him. The Tyrants leave Jensen for dead and burn the facility, presumably killing everyone inside. Seraph recovers Jensen's body and has him extensively augmented in order to save his life. After a six month recovery period, Jensen is then brought back in by Seraph after another attack at a Seraph facility at Milwaukee Junction in Detroit, Michigan. Seraph and Jensen are transported via VTOL by pilot Faridah Malik. And on the way, Seraph explains that the plant has been overrun by a group of anti-augmentation extremists known as Purity First. He also explains that a number of employees have been taken hostage, but the prime objective is retrieving plans for a top-secret military project called the Typhoon Explosive System before Purity First can get to them. Inside the facility, Jensen finds a Purity First hacker trying to steal the typhoon, and much to his surprise, the hacker is augmented. Upon being discovered, the hacker raises a gun to his head and asks Jensen for help before pulling the trigger, implying that he was under some external control. Jensen then finds the leader of Purity First, Zeke Sanders, who claims to know nothing about the hacker. Jensen concludes that Purity First must be manipulated by a third party and resolves the hostage crisis. In order to gain more information on the hacker, Jensen is sent to the Detroit Police Department morgue to investigate the body himself. Jensen retrieves the hacker's neural hub, and Seraph's head of cybersecurity, Francis Pritchard, explains that through the hub, someone was directly controlling the hacker as a human proxy. Pritchard discovers that the signal is coming from an abandoned factory, which Jensen heads off to investigate. There, he finds the tyrants, and after some investigation, realizes that the facility houses an underground internment camp run by FEMA. Jensen fights and kills one of the tyrants, Lawrence Barrett, and retrieves an address from him on the Hengsha Island in China for further investigation on why FEMA is going after Seraph. After traveling to Hengsha, Jensen finds the building the address led to is under heavy lockdown by Bell Tower Associates. Inside, he discovers that the apartment was the residence of the hacker who controlled the proxy attempting to steal the typhoon, who refers to himself as Windmill. Jensen finds evidence that indicates that Windmill has gone into hiding with the help of Triad crime boss Tong Si Hung. Jensen finds Tong at his club and gets Windmill's location. He confronts him to learn that he was hired by Zhao Yun-Ru, CEO of Seraph's main competitor, Taiyong Medical. However, after the Milwaukee Junction incident, Zhao hired Bell Tower to hunt down Windmill, causing him to go into hiding. He did, however, leave a compromising security video at the Taiyong headquarters, which causes Jensen to travel there. He finds the tape and discovers that Zhao had Megan's team kidnapped, not murdered. The tape also reveals that Eliza Kassan, celebrity news anchor, is also somehow involved. Jensen finds and confronts Zhao, but she flees and sets a panic alarm, forcing him to escape. Adam flies to Montreal to Pekus TV headquarters in order to confront Eliza. There he finds out that she is actually an advanced artificial intelligence designed to manipulate the public through the media. However, she has started to gain some sort of consciousness. Their meeting is interrupted by tyrant member Yelena Fedorova, whom Adam disposes of. Afterwards, Eliza reveals that the Seraph scientists, including Megan, had their mechanical implants removed by Dr. Isaiah Sandoval, an aide to William Taggart, the founder and leader of a supposedly peaceful anti-augmentation organization called Humanity Front. Adam returns to Detroit to find and confront Taggart. Before this, Seraph tells Adam that everything that has happened so far is consistent with the actions of the Illuminati. Jensen confronts Taggart, who reveals that he had nothing to do with Sandoval's actions, and that Sandoval is, in fact, Zeke Sanders' brother. Jensen investigates Sandoval's apartment, finding a bunker of Purity First members. Jensen then finds Sandoval, who reveals that he didn't remove the tracker implants, but instead simply changed their frequency. Pritchard then tracks this new frequency to Hengsha. Jensen and Malik approach the island and are immediately shot down. Jensen discovers that Bell Tower is on a manhunt for him, while also finding out that augmentation users are being advised to have their biochips replaced due to a supposed defect. Adam tracks the signal to find Tong Si Hung wearing the arm of one of the Seraph scientists. Tong informs Jensen that the scientist's corpse was sold to him by Bell Tower. Tong gives Jensen a bomb to distract Bell Tower in order to stow away on one of their ships unnoticed. During the distraction, Tong's son escapes Hangsha, and Adam cryogenetically freezes himself in a hibernation pod. Three days later, Jensen awakes in the Omega Ranch, a research facility in Singapore. Here, he finds three serif scientists, and they stage a distraction in order for him to infiltrate the secure part of the complex where Megan is currently being held. There, Adam finds Zhao, whom he confronts with the knowledge that the Illuminati are developing a kill switch for augmented people in order to control them even further. Zhao confirms this before tyrant leader Namir arrives in an attempt to kill Jensen. After the battle results in Namir's death, Jensen finally finds Megan, who ultimately reveals that the facility is owned and operated by the Nobel Peace Prize winning creator of augmentation technology, Hugh Darrow. Darrow is also revealed to be working on Panchea, a facility in the Arctic Ocean intended to stop global warming. Megan then reveals that a revolutionary discovery was in fact Adam's DNA, which he developed due to genetic experiments conducted on him as a child. Darrow then activates a signal during a press conference from Panchea which causes everyone who replaced their biochips to turn violent and insane. Adam then travels to Panchea to confront Darrow and reverse the effects of the signal. There, Darrow reveals that he originally invented the augmentation technology to help the less fortunate, but it only grew into a means for the powerful to control them even more. Darrow used the signal in an attempt to get the public to ban the use of augments for good. Jensen then heads off to the core of the facility to shut down the signal. Once he arrives at the core, Jensen finds Zhao once more, who merges herself with a giant quantum supercomputer. After destroying it and killing Zhao, Jensen makes his way to the broadcast center, where he is given three choices. Blame Humanity Front for the signal and ensure that augmentation development continues, blame the event on tainted anti-rejection drugs ensuring tighter augmentation regulation, or he can cause the facility to self-destruct, killing everyone present and let humanity decide its course for itself. Regardless of what choice Jensen makes, he then manipulates Panchea's pressure controls and the facility is eventually crushed under the weight of the surrounding ocean. Finally, in a post credit scene, we hear Bob Page once again, but this time speaking to CEO of Pekus TV and fellow Illuminati member Morgan Everett about something called the Morpheus Project. It is also revealed that Megan is working for Page on a nanite virus, leaving us with a somber foreshadowing to Mankind Divided and the future of the Deus Ex story. Hey everybody thank you for watching this video this is the third what you need to know video i've made and i feel it's one of the ones i've worked the hardest on thank you again for watching this if you liked it please give me a thumbs up down below Please leave a comment if there's any other series you want to see us make a What You Need to Know video for or just play on the channel. This is a Let's Play channel we have suggestive gaming. We play games you suggest, so go check out our other videos. Here's one you can click on to take a look. Again, thank you guys so much. If you want to see more of this, click subscribe. We've got plenty more coming down the pipeline. Thank you again for watching. Oh, shit. Oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, also, I didn't do the missing link because it was stupid.